The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I want to talk about this plan you might have heard mention of uh, today that high earners could receive larger welfare payments if they lose their jobs. This is under fresh proposals due to go to Cabinet before Christmas. Minister for Social Protection Heather Humphreys is proposing linking social welfare payments to previous income under the new reform. News Talk reporter JJ Clark took to the streets to ask people whether they thought this was a fair proposal. I think it's very unfair. Actually, I mean... They could get some recompensation for it, but like, what about the people with lower incomes? I wouldn't necessarily say it's fair. Like someone on a higher, uh, higher, higher wage before uh, unemployment has more skills, probably has more qualifications. So I don't think they necessarily need more money during unemployment benefit. I think it's um, mildly unfair. I I kind of support um, an interim period because obviously somebody that's earning more will have higher. Outgoings. No, I, I, I don't really agree with that. I, I think some people are having a tough time and I don't see why rich people should get to have an easier time when it's tough. Higher social welfare discourages people from finding another job. At the moment, there's a huge amount of jobs available in almost every sector. So I don't think increasing social welfare uh, for anyone of any employment is a good idea. No, I don't think so, because they're not working people. And they're sitting at home doing nothing, so they should probably get less. Why do they deserve less just because they are in, like, a lower earning job? All right, uh, some people there speaking to our own reporter, JJ Clark. I'm kind of surprised by the tenor of the responses uh, there. I suspect most people would think this was a relatively reasonable uh, suggestion. Uh, Dr. Aideen Doris is an economics lecturer in Maynooth, and she's with me now. Aideen, what do you make of it? Um, well, um, I'm not really sure what the government's motivation is um, I mean in principle it's a good idea um, so you know the, the purpose of unemployment insurance it is supposed to be a form of insurance so that um, uh, you get uh, your you don't cut your spending too much when when you become unemployed um, um, it's supposed to prevent poverty and that's what our system kind of tends to emphasize but the other thing it does is that it, it allows people time that they don't panic and take the first job they're offered. They, it allows them time to actually search in the labour market and find a good match for their skills and stuff, you know, and that's in everybody's interest. That's not just in the interest of the unemployed person. So in principle, it's kind of a good idea um, to, to have some link with, uh, with um, previous earnings. Um, I'm not sure why it's particularly the focus at the moment, but in principle, it's, a, it's not a bad idea, I would have said. Yeah, it, it, it is something the government have spoken about recently, uh, quite why they're doing it right now. I mean, mm. maybe some might suggest it's politics, uh, trumping policy. I mean... I couldn't it, possibly comment. <laughs> the... the um, uh, uh, the argument, though, that one listener there or w- w- one person speaking to our reporter, JJ Clark, made was that it might only be fair were it to last for a limited period of time. Now, we're waiting detail from government on it, but but what they seem to be saying is it will do exactly that. It will only last for a certain amount of time and then it will begin to stagger downwards. Yeah, and that would be important for incentives. Like some of the people in your box box commented on that, that you know, there's there's no incentive to work. I mean, there there is an incentive to work. We see that. You know, most people do work. Um, um, and you know, if if they increase the unemployment benefits, for sure, there there will be uh, you know, a, an increased disincentive to get back into work if you lose your job. But if they taper that so that it falls over time, that would 
that would answer that problem, you know. Does this bring us more into line? That is something that they could tweak. Does this bring us more into line with what other European countries do, Aideen? Yeah, absolutely. So we're we're unusual. Um, so we have a flat rate system, or pretty much flat rate system. That's the same in the UK. It's the same in Australia. Um, uh, but other than that, it's very unusual. So even the US, which is a fairly draconian um, unemployment uh, benefit system, they do have um, a link to earnings. And same with all, almost all European EU countries. Yeah. Let me introduce. So this yeah. is a, this, we're the outlier, rather than rather than this being something um, extraordinary to do. Let, let me introduce Richard Boyd Barrett, the People Before Profit uh, TD. Richard, you're welcome to the show. Uh, do you welcome Thanks, this, sir. bringing us into line with what most other European countries are doing? Well, yeah. I mean, broad terms, obviously, it does. We, it depends on the details of this, but I think it, it is reasonable that if people lose their jobs, that the it, payment that they would receive, the benefit they would pay based on their own social insurance contributions would uh, allow them to continue to pay the bills and the outgoings that they have. Uh, and so that link to to their wages or to their salary would be reasonable. Obviously, you have, to, you have to have some sort of threshold so the very, very high earners and extremely wealthy people are not uh, gaining a significant benefit of it. But I think if we're talking about ordinary workers on fairly average wages and salaries, it's a reasonable thing to do. And by the way, it's something that there was a link in the past in Ireland, and it does taper down over what over time. Uh, so I think it is reasonable. But I would also add that, and this relates to some of the comments that you would have heard on your Vox Pop there, that we also need to bear in mind the huge numbers of people who are on social welfare and pension payments at the moment are living on extraordinary low levels of income, below the poverty line. Uh, and we need to address that too. I mean, during the COVID pandemic, there was a brief recognition by the government that people couldn't really afford to live on less than about €350. Euro. Uh, and yet many people are living on very much less than that. Uh, and it's certainly be our view that the, the basic social welfare payments and basic pension payments or disability payments should, at the very minimum, take people out of the uh, the poverty trap. And how much would they need to be paid to do that, by your calculation? Well, social justice, social justice Ireland estimated that you were talking about two. I think it was two hundred and seventy six euro. Uh, that below that you are essentially within the, the poverty uh, uh, area. Uh, so we, I, I, we would certainly propose that you should be pushing it up towards that and beyond 300 euro. I also think we need to uh, consider the, the plight of people with disabilities. I mean, we've had a report this year showing that people with disabilities are carrying additional costs because of their disability that can, can add up to as much as 12,000 euro a year. And they're not given any real premium. Uh, to assist them with those additional costs. And I think uh, that that is a demand that's been coming from all the disability organisations, that there should be a premium for people with disabilities where they are carrying additional costs yeah. to keep them out of poverty. Yeah, yeah, listen, you won't hear any argument from me when it comes to treatment of people with disabilities or indeed they're carers in a lot of situations yeah. in this country who, because they don't have the time to shout, uh, they go without, which seems to be the experience. But you, you know, you've been around long enough to know, Richard, what the hard shoulder, the discerning hard shoulder texture is going to say about the suggestion that we increase the dole to upwards of €270 Euro a week. They say, where's the incentive to work? Well, you see, I mean, there's, there really is no evidence that people don't work when the work is available. In fact, all the evidence points in the opposite direction. 
that when there is work available, people seek and take up employment. Uh, and that is the case at the moment. I mean, now that there is quite a lot of work available in the economy, people are working. They're not, for the most part, staying long-term on social welfare payments. And that is the evidence everywhere. I mean, the times when these things really count is when we have big recessions, which almost invariably occur, not because of the behavior of individual workers deciding not to work, but because of, you know, what financial institutions do, what big corporations do. I mean, you look at the, the job losses that we're looking at this week in the IT sector, you know, mm. that's not the fault of any worker. That's a decision by Elon Musk or, uh, you know, the people who run Facebook to, to sack large numbers of workers who've done nothing wrong. And I think the whole idea of a social insurance system and a social welfare system is to protect those people. And similarly with pensioners, people who've worked all their lives but who are on effectively poverty payments. I mean, what, what sort of reward is that for our pensioners after years and years and years of paying into the system and working to keep our society going? Richard Boy Barrett, People Before Profit TD, and Dr. Aideen Doris, Economics Lecturer in Maynooth. Thank you both very much for joining us here on the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.